0: Hey, this is Carrie from Wrap Your Head Around Silks. This is the Expecting Aerials podcast, now with the Digitent family of podcasts. How's it going, guys? Thank you so much for being with me today. Before we get started in the show notes, lots of stuff going on at Wrap Your Head Around Silks. Um, Roll it out class are two times a week, 60-minute virtual virtual hour where we get to actually roll our bodies it is so instrumental in maintaining and it just helps to have people to do with and have an hour of carved out time all you need is a foam roller and a ball a peanut is great too um hope to see you there sign up in the show notes also have stuff cooking in the kitchen meaning the aerial kitchen (laughs) i will uh I'll announce that when I can. All right, today we have Lena Fumi. She's actually a colleague of mine, um, but she started her circus journey after having another career. She was a dancer when she was younger, but she picked it back up and she, when she was 30 and has since become a contortionist aerialist. And she, her contortion practice is just incredible because she her body is doing things that is just... A, like incredible to have that type of growth in inflexibility um, at her age. Uh, and, and she looks, oh my God, her bendiness. I always say that she should be in my stunt double in videos because <laughs> her back is amazing. But she tells the story of her journey in this. And um, she's also, she also works at The Loft with me. Well, Mac and Bob in The Loft here in Los Angeles. All right, my friends, let's get started.
1: Lena, Lena Fumi, and I say your name the way I like saying it. I don't even know if I'm ever saying it right.
2: It's Lena. It's, Le- it's like Elena without the E. Lena. So my mom.
1: Lena yeah, Fumi. Lena. Lena. So, yeah. uh, obviously, this is expecting a realist. Lena is not a mom, but, but <laughs> I asked her to come on because I've known her since she started her circus journey. And it's an incredible story, um, <laughs> yeah. So, Lana, could you please introduce yourself, where you're from, just a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get, we'll dive into to how all this started.
2: Sure, uh, I am from LA, born and raised uh, in the Valley, and also, but then you know, I lived in Hollywood and North Hollywood, and you know, all over. But anyway, LA native. Yeah, I am a professional contortionist. I'm an aerialist, Um, although I do
1: more contortion now
2: or or I'll do like contortion aerial.
1: Um, Bring us back to like, uh, what year was it when you were still working your regular job? You're nine to five.
2: I trained in ballet when I was a kid until I was like 14. Um, And then uh, 14, 15, I kind of like, had a little breakdown, needed some, you know, some, uh, space to be a kid and, um, and also other just things happened. And so I stopped dancing and then I kind of like my, I kind of like spiraled out of control. (laughs) and was a pretty crazy teenager, um, moved out of my house to, to my, out of my parents' house to Hollywood when I was a teenager. And, um, anyway, stuff happened. I moved back in like my mid twenties and I was like, okay, I need to like get myself together, get like a regular job and try to get on track with like doing actual life things and not, you know, um, spiraling out of control or, you know, um, yeah. Cause I made it that far and that was like, Pretty, pretty, pretty great task that I actually made it through some parts of those <laughs> times of my life. But then um, yeah, and then I started working in offices. Uh, and then I started working my way up. My my dad is an engineer, so and then I worked my way up into kind of like a network engineering support group. So I worked in an engineering department of a big uh cable and content delivery company. And then um, when I was about 32, um, I started taking pole classes for fun because I wanted to, like, you know, I'd always, like, exercise when I was, you know, healthy, um, and uh, and so I wanted to do something more fun and something to bring dance in, so I started doing pole, um, which was really difficult because my arms were, like, noodles, you know, <laughs> dancer. wrong legs, arms didn't do anything. Um, but I really pushed myself like I was working a graveyard shift and I was so determined. I got so into it that I would like work my graveyard shift, drive to the pool class and sleep in my car so I could make the noon class. And then after taking the noon class, I would go home and sleep um, because I had to take that. Uh, you know, I had to get to class. Um, and then I started like doing little showcases, you know, studio showcases. Whoa actually turned into like a was like a big pole show um and uh yeah and I started doing that and then when I was 36 so 4 years into um pole I started putting myself I wanted better wanted to make myself better so I put myself in uh competitions like the PSO competitions pole sport or uh competitions um and I did that a few times um and it was really good because it pushed me to like create an act, you know, um, and uh, and I did really well. The last one didn't go so well because I pushed myself too hard and it wasn't really like I had lost my focus on the artistic aspect of, of what I was doing because I was trying to do these really hard tricks. Um, and then, you know, it was just it was it was a little rough for me on that last one. That I did, but at the same time I started picking up aerial. So I went to an aerial studio. Um, I went to uh, arts where it was like real low. Their first, you know, first uh, location, um, which I loved. I loved the people there, um, I the owners, and um, but the ceilings were like really low. Um, so we could, you know, do it was a pole and aerial studio. Um, And I loved my t shirts. At the same time, uh, one of my friends from Pole, Lily, she started uh, working with this flexibility coach, Christina from uh, Fit and Bendy. And so I kind of followed her into a class one day. um, And, uh, or, you know, she told me about the class. So I went in there and uh, met Christina, my first contortion coach. And uh, like things just, Kind of at around the same time um, with Ariel, I was doing a pole show, and I was able. My um, the woman um, Kelly, who produced the pole show, let me do my first like aerial hammock. atmosphere, like in the beginning of the show. And I was so excited because I had never done aerial, I'd only done pole in the shows. And um, on that show, my bosses
1: now from the aerial studio, Rachel and Brett, Womek well, and Bowman were- So you were you were 36 at the time that this was happening? 36 when I started. Um, anyway, it's a long story. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's why it's incredible because you didn't, didn't have <laughs> an early start with this. Yeah. And so, um, I
2: was assigned to, um, be like their kitten to help them. I mean, they didn't really need my help, but, um, and uh they told me that they were opening up an aerial studio so I was like i had it on my calendar for like the you know six weeks ahead i couldn't wait like my i was just waiting for this one moment at the same time a lot of this is like timing. at the same time i found out that my department was moving to austin it was moving away and so um they offered me a job and i was like in austin I was like, no, I don't want to move. Then they offered me a really great position as, uh, as a network engineer, but in Orange County, and you know, it was like a long drive. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to take my severance, and I'm going to train circus. So, yeah, at that time, then I got really into um, aerial and really working with my coach, Christina uh, Nakaya, And that's when my life just completely changed. Like I was so, um, I was so ready. I was so focused and, um, felt like I had like such great support with my coaches. Um, yeah. And then I started, uh, as things went, I started teaching, started booking gigs. Um, I did my first contortion solo act on a big stage um, for Dreamworld world Cirque when I was 40 years old. I had done some atmosphere stuff before that, but my first actual like solo stage act of contortion was when I was 40
1: and I'm 46. Yeah. And we're this, we're like a very, very, like our birthdays are very close together. Yeah. We're yeah. 77 babies. Lena, uh, yeah. was that scary leaving your job? It was,
2: but it wasn't like it was scary. because I was I, uh, you know the benefits were you know it was a corporate job it was, and i I'd, I'd actually worked my way into a supervisor job. so I was like in management too at that time. like I you know, I always try to, you know, I always try to work hard whatever I'm doing, but I'm gonna work hard at it. I think back to it when they offered me that engineering job um and, and a big bonus too and just something in me was like no. I didn't even think twice. I was like, nah, you know, um, I was grateful for the opportunity and it's not like I, I just couldn't sit in behind a computer anymore, you know, for, it was just like sitting behind a computer meetings. I was, I'm more of a troubleshooter, you know, so I like to be like hands-on, um, and although it was a great company to work for, you know, at the time they were fantastic. Um, I just knew where I needed to be, to be happy. And so I
1: went into circus. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot bigger of a risk to start something Mm -hmm. like this.
0: If Mm -hmm. you're, if you're
1: giving up something like for me, it wasn't as big of a decision because I was retiring from, like I was slowly retiring from dance. I wasn't turning down paychecks. I wasn't turning down healthcare you know? Yeah. So it's, it's from a different mindset. You're taking a bigger risk in a way.
2: Yeah. I had a, like a a nice salary and lots of benefits, but, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a leap. It was definitely a leap. And I know like my, you know, my, my dad, my parents were concerned, of course, (laughs) (laughs) like, uh, I don't know about this, but it, it's funny because now they're really like proud and happy that I'm doing what I love to do. And you know, I would I wouldn't be this happy for sure if I had stayed in that in that job. And luckily, you know, everything has just come together and I'm incredibly happy, incredibly lucky to work with,
1: you know, the companies that I get to work with now. Um, they're just fantastic. So Yeah, Yeah, I want to talk about the contortion stuff. So leaving a job when you're, you know, in your late 30s into 40s, that's one thing. But for me was watching your contortion transformation because this bitch, (laughs) (laughs) like, your contortion technique is incredible. Like, there's a lot of people (laughs) who are flexible, but you uh, you've done it right. When I asked Lena, are you in pain ever? She says no. And she means it. Um, can we talk about your flexibility, your contortion journey, like body stuff? Because, um, I like my body as I get older does not Mm -hmm. get more pliable. I just get more injured with all of my knowledge and all the people around me who know what they're doing, you know, I have access to you. You know, I could ask you all the questions in the world. It's, it's not that I don't have access to all this knowledge, but my body just is not going Mm -hmm. that direction. And somehow you, your body did. And then not only that, you knew it would, I think, if you worked at it in a certain way.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I don't think I knew it would. I was just like, um, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this and seeing how it feels and see what happens. Um, yeah. So when I, when I first started, honestly, my back was super, <laughs> I was just talking to uh, Christina my coach, cause I sent her, um, she's revamping her website and I sent her um, some of the pictures, like my first chest stand ever. And my back was a straight line, like it did not bend at all. It looked like I was more flexible because my hips were flexible. Cause like in my thirties, my early thirties, I got my splits back. Like I started working on my splits again and got my splits back and then that, and then I started working on over splits and pull classes and stuff. Um, So my hips were pretty flexible, but my back did not budge. and I, you know it was hard going to class. I had sometimes where I was like crying in the corner because you know I was in class with all these people that had you know um, just beautiful flexibility, like back flexibility uh, already, and it was just such a struggle for me. Um, but I really took to um, to uh, you know Christina's methods of a lot of it is just um, like preventative PT you know all the like waking up small muscles and your state you know getting your stabilizer muscles to to really activate um and yeah there were there were times where i really pushed myself and was like uh up to the edge um and there was one time where i did have an injury um but you know i worked through that and since then i've been like feeling, feeling great ever since. Um, and I don't know, you know, as you train your, you know, what you need changes, what your body needs changes. So at first it was just really slow. The first couple of years were super slow. Um, but then when I started to make more progress, um, the progress kind of happens exponentially to, you know, or with me, it did, um, to a certain degree. Um, so I was able to pick up skills a little bit faster as I went. And now I'm able to actually like warm up faster, even though I, especially now, like I take my time warming up. I have to have a good warm up when I get to shows. I always have to warm up. Like I'll start warming up like an hour early, you know, that's just me. Um, but I'm constantly, you know, um, you know, depending on what it is, uh, sometimes I'll warm up like the, fully warm up on the first set but again it just depends on what it is if I have to do like a stage act I will get there early I'm always early to gigs to warm up um yeah and that's just like as I get older you know um that's kind of the one the one thing that I have to do um but I feel great you know I've gotten to know my body very well
1: (laughs) um um, Lena, with your back, like how, like you're talking about, like, it was like as stiff as a board.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. tell me about like how many classes it took Mama, to feel like it was starting Mama, to open up. Oh God, it was a couple of years until it started to
2: actually like open up. Um, yeah. I remember going into my first class and, and, you know, uh, yeah, I was 36 and I, um, was, I tried my first chest and I was just like hover I could hold it there because you know and my hips would kind of hang on because I was real strong from pull um but like you know my back if you look at here. my back is not bending very much um and I asked um Christina I said you know you know I'm 36 my back's never been flexible do you think I could ever like be in my chest down and like touch my toes to the floor like do you think that could ever happen um and she was like you know like what i tell my students now you know it's not you know it, it just depends there's so many different factors involved in that like how much you train how much you want it how you know um working with your body and how it responds um yeah and uh so i was like okay okay well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep going just keep doing the work and then see what happens uh, from there. And then I remember the first time my feet touched down. I was like, Oh, even just seeing my feet for the first time, it was so surreal. And then I was like, I want this. I really, really want this. And I just kept going.
1: Lena, how much do you, how much do you train?
2: Well,
1: I was training a lot.
2: You know, what? ebbs and flows um right now I train fully trained like eh, maybe three or four times a week like heavy training and then the other days you know I I always take um you know at least a day or two of rest but also like you know I have a life now outside of
1: training and you know (laughs) yeah there was a time Um, that that's all you were doing I remember and you were so focused (laughs)
2: During the lock, well, yeah, even before the lockdown, I was, I was so focused. That's all I wanted to do because I had like these specific goals and that was like, I wanted to get them. Um, even when I started performing, it was like, I, I need to, you know, I'm always pushing myself to be a better performer um, in different ways, you know, whether it's skills or, or, um, you know, the artistic side of it, that's all, you know, I'm always trying to push those two things. Um but uh, during the lockdown, during COVID, I started working with my coach's coach, um, because she was doing online classes in San Francisco. And I, and I was taking two hour classes with her like a few times a week. And I was so focused. I was really focused during that time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I was like, I almost got my one arm. Handstands too. I gotta get back to training those <laughs> more <laughs> diligently because um, those take years. But I was I was pretty close. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, and then things opened up. I started um, I started performing again. Um, yeah, so grateful for for the, the companies that I work for now.
1: Yeah, and Lena works a Lena works a lot. Lena like works a lot more than any aerialist I know because contortion, it allows you to, you know, do gigs without rigging, which without is rigging. Like, yeah. 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 So I have like a
2: couple of uh, contortion tables. Um, yeah. And I'll, and I have a lollipop and uh, this stuff, but um, um, yeah. And I'm just super lucky for um, some of the companies that I work for, like Unifier they're like, they just, I love my job, I love my work, and I love the people that I work for, um, so, um,
1: no, and then also you, you're also the studio manager of The Loft in LA, she is my manager,
2: and I love that job too, um, because I connect with all the aerialists and we're really nice and like busy. And now as well, my aerial training has gone by the wayside a bit. Um, so I need to, you know, keep that up, but contortion's always been like my main focus. Yeah. Um, since I started it. Um, but then I supplement that with my aerial, um, or into my aerial work. Um, but, um, yeah I love doing both I love doing aerial contortion as well yeah so that's uh that takes a lot of time there's a lot of um you know activity on site and um and then you know behind the scenes with the studio which I I love um and then I'm also like very much in love so my <laughs> I have that side of my life now where we're you know my boyfriend and I are always trying to like Do stuff and just we enjoy each other's time a lot. So, um, so I don't train quite as hard where I'm like constantly always focused on it, but I always get my time. And I actually joined like a regular gym because I was training in my room. I was really good at training on my own, but now it's like if I'm training in my workout room I get distracted you know there's phones stuff There's all kinds of stuff so I got myself like a regular gym membership a few months ago to go to the gym and do oh so this is my my new thing is I will and I used to do cardio like you know when I was a lot younger Um, but I haven't really I'll go ride my bike or something beforehand if weather allows Um, but I go to the gym now and I'll go on the elliptical trainer for like 30 or like three, sometimes 45 minutes. And then I go in the corner of my little gym and, and I do contortion. So I, and I'm so focused because my phone is away and like everybody is there to work out, you know? Um, so I'm able to, really train all of my like hard stuff, do all my handstands, you know, become, like the weirdo in the gym in the corner.
1: <laughs> I feel like the gyms in LA are just full of people like us because as a dancer, I used to go in like when the, when like the cardio room's not being used, like just go in there and do like my turns across the floor. Yeah. So like the 24 hour fitnesses in, in LA are full of people like us.
2: But most people like are kind of stretching on the you know on one side. And I go over to where people are doing the ropes and stuff, and because I'm doing handstands and things like that, and like you know chest stand push ups. <laughs> <Like, laughs> but it's got like some people will you know talk to me, and be like, well you know. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I love it, though, because it's also, like, five minutes away. So, I'm like, I'm going to get my workout in. And sometimes I'll get so into it. And if I have the time, I'll stay there for, like, two and a half, three hours. Um, No, not all the time. Once in a while. Um, But usually at least, like, an hour and a half, two hours. (laughs)
1: Okay, I know. I know. This is why I edit a lot. I want you only. You want me only? You don't want Lana? Oh. (laughs) He's like, get this girl
2: off the street.
1: <laughs> A lot of the students that see you, I don't mm-hmm. under, i don't think they know your story because it's mm-hmm. such—it's such an inspiration, Lena. Like, I'm very yeah. inspired by your story. And Thank that you. Also, we're you know we're friends as well, friends as well as colleagues, and um, I'm just proud of you because you are you. now. I mean, I've—I've I've known you for however many years it's been. Yeah. Uh, cool. Since you were, what, four, 40 or maybe 37? Yeah. The beginning of that. Yeah. And uh, right. like another level of that is that I think from what I can tell, your life is as balanced as it has ever been now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Is now it's
2: like, now I feel like it's my prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I have- And I feel like I have so much more you know, I do, I'm doing like, um, you know, burlesque shows. I do fire now. And like, you know, now I'm like, I'm comfortable in my skills, but I'm always like experimenting with new stuff and adding that into my contortion. And so that is so fun for me. So I do, you know, so now I can like, you know, I do burlesque shows a lot for fun, but also so I can integrate, um other things and do a little more like risque stuff and pick like, you know, like, a, like obscure songs um, that I can do. So yeah, it's just like, I feel like um, it's great. Cause now I have like the freedom to like play a little bit more and bring more stuff in. And, you know, you always have to be kind of inventive and, and moving along. And I feel like I have so much, you know, so much more time. And, uh, you know, my body's just, Is still progressing with contortion. Like I feel like I'm still getting my needle scales getting better and easier. Um, and that's the thing too. It's not so much like, am I getting deeper into this? It's like the way I think of it is like, is this getting easier for me to do to get, you know what I mean? It's not such a struggle all the time. And that's where I feel like the progress is, is made. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, getting deeper into new things just kind of goes, comes along with that.
1: Yeah. When I, when I see Lena work, it's um, from, especially from a teacher's eye, because a lot of my students who are flexible and hypermobile, they like dump mm-hmm. into their flexibility and they're not meeting it with strength. And right. Right. your, well, this is Christina and Nakaya's technique as well, but yours now, you know, it's, it's a very healthy contortion. And... <laughs> And that is takes a lot more time, I think.
2: Yeah, and and the thing is, so I start. I'm very glad I started with Christina as my base of like learning how to work with my body. Um, you know, because every body is so different. You know, everybody has different needs, strength wise, flexibility wise. So I have is I, for me, I have to really. Um, it's balance out like the um, my passive and active you know flexibility as much as i as much as i can and i do also need you know i need both i need passive stretching techniques and active and a lot of active techniques especially for um you know now uh after working with christina um for many years i started working with uh her coach and more mongolian coaches um so stretch um and um and with Mongolian, I love Mongolian-style contortion because it's so controlled and it's so strength-based, you know. Um, I'm glad I started with, um, with you know, Christina for my fundamentals, uh, but now I feel ready to, like, work on more, you know, high, more, more advanced stuff and reach more high-level goals um, with Mongolian-style contortion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. And it's so, it's so beautiful to watch too. I love watching contortion. Uh, my body was a little bit, you know, I came in with a lot of strength because I was doing aerial and pole. So I had to work more on the flexibility part, but uh, definitely with hypermobile um, students, it's working on the strength and the, stabilize, the stabilization for sure to uh, prevent getting injured.
1: Now she's hiding uh-huh. from you.
2: <laughs> she's like like i don't want to see you <laughs> i'm just gonna pretend you're not here.
1: thank you so much for coming on yeah thank you
0: lena i love working with you um i love that we're a part of the same community i love watching your practice thrive um I've hired you once or twice, and that's wonderful for me. Uh, so, yeah, for any people out there who don't think uh, becoming contortionist is, is uh, possible, um, you know, when you're an adult, uh, just just check her out on Instagram and stuff. She's, she's incredible. All right, my friends, if you would honor me with a five-star rating and a review. Hold on one second, Bean. What do you need? Do you need Mama? My, 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 is Kelly going to come? No, this isn't greener grass. This is expecting aerialists. But do you want to say hi to the listeners? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm watching YouTube because i You're watching YouTube? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Can you, uh, can I finish this really quick? Well, I just want to stand You want to stand right here? Okay, no problem. You want to sit with me? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Okay. Hi, you want to give mom a kiss? Nipple. Oh, <laughs> she's so funny. All right, my friends. I think I'm just gonna keep this in because she just screamed "nipple" into the into the uh, microphone. I mean, what better way to end this podcast? All right, my friends. Uh, check out Digiton Podcast. Check out Greener Grass. It's all there for you. All right, my friends. Over and out. This is Carrie. This is the Expecting Aerialist with Digiton Podcast. Say bye. Can you say bye? Bye. Bye.